Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Kiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by Wonkley Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber to the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. We have made it to the final game of the regular season here on Betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports. Ron Kruk with former New York Giant Tiki Barber and former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Rondé Barber. Guys, Happy New Year to you both. And for the first time in history of the league, we can say welcome to week number 18. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> and How I knew you were going to say something about it. I knew you were going to say something about it, Ron. And how crazy is it It actually comes down to week 18? Who's going to make the playoffs? This is awesome. I know. I love it. We've got some drama coming up, and that's how it should be. Hey, before we look ahead, let's take a look back at the results from last week. Uh, According to Superbook.com, closing odds. Nine favorites covered last week, fellas. Uh, Six dogs, one push. So that brings our yearly totals to, at this point, the dogs are leading at 128 covers favorites 125 so close we got three pushes coming in but you mentioned it we are going into chaos right now the playoff picture is becoming a little bit clearer but we still have a lot on the line coming into this weekend there's no doubt about it 11 of the 14 playoff spots filled that means seven teams are battling it out for three remaining spots gotta love it six of the eight divisions have champions only the afc east and NFC West division titles are still up for grabs. Here's the situation in the AFC. Tennessee clinches the number one seed with a win over Houston. Kansas City hanging in there. They need a Titan loss and has to beat Denver on Saturday, which is pretty much a given. And in the (laughs) NFC, the Packers secured the number one seed and the first round bye. Let's get your take on the current playoff landscape. Start with you, Tiki. Yeah, the, it's 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 bizarre, but awesome that the Tennessee Titans, who lost Derrick Henry and felt like they were sliding for a little bit, actually have the number one opportunity for a home field advantage throughout the postseason. That that was shocking to me. The Philadelphia Eagles uh, in the division that I care about most, the NFC East, somehow we thought they were going to stink this year. Nick Sirianni was going to be a one and done type coach. They've secured themselves <laughs> into the postseason and they yeah. take on the Dallas Cowboys in an important game, which the Cowboys might not care about, which might show itself later in the show. Um, but I love I love the first game we'll start with, which is the which is the Chargers and the Raiders. It's awesome out west. Whoever wins, it's basically a playoff game uh, in week 18. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, the NFC is much less interesting, even though there is a, the dynamic, right? Uh, both San Francisco and New Orleans have opportunities. <laughs> and San Francisco's got to play. San Francisco's got to play the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, to me, that that's where uh, that may or may not show itself later in the show as well. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of drama in the AFC. I mean, I mean, let's start with last night's game, right? Or, yeah. or I guess last last week's game, Monday night game. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, um, you know, there was drama between whether those two teams are going to uh, make the playoffs. Probably not either, even if they win or lose. But Big Ben going out at top, on top at home, Mike T securing a 15 uh, straight, cool. whatever it is, um, uh, eight plus season win, winning season. Right. Um, there, there's 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 so much drama though left in this season. I I love the the Las Vegas <laughs> Raiders because uh, I don't really trust the Chargers. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a second. Um, but they're they're on par with all the other teams that are remaining. Indy, uh, it, it's uh, it should be interesting. It's going to be a great Week 18. I'm glad we have a Week 18 because it's going to be awesome. Yeah, if there was a, a year to have it, this is the one. And uh, wait, great to see Big Ben go out with a win. He got to go back out for one more. And I think I think Baker Mayfield just got sacked again. <laughs> I'm not sure, but oh, my gosh, that poor guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, let's get to the games, guys. You, you did a little foreshadowing for us. The final week in the regular season, and it looks like we've come down to a win and you're in situation, lose, and you're going home, there's a small chance that game might not end up being winner take all. But for me to go into that scenario would take some math, <laughs> and that is not going to happen on this show. Men so Mental gymnastics none of us have, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Even, there's 17. 17 is an unequal number. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, very good. It's an old-school AFC West battle between the two longtime rivals as 9-7 and seven, Los Angeles Chargers meet the Raiders, who after winning three straight have that same nine and seven records. The odds are the winner should secure a playoff spot and the loser should be going home. These teams met in week number four. The Raiders suffered a 28 to 14 defeat. Uh, quickly, a couple of stats as we get into this one. Chargers eight and eight against the spread this season, but five and one in their past six trips to Oakland slash Vegas. On the other side, the Raiders are just two and five against the spread in their last seven at home and are seven and nine against the spread this year. Here are the odds from superbook.com. Uh, the Chargers open as a three point favorite, and currently the line at the time of recording still has the Chargers laying three points. Over under has moved, that has gone up from 48 to 49 and a half points. Tiki, kick us off and give us your thoughts on this huge matchup. This is such an interesting matchup because of where it's taking place. I did the game a couple weeks ago, Denver Broncos, bad loss for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Again, sorry, Ron. Uh, out in Las Vegas <laughs> against the Raiders. And the one thing I wanted to look at was how many Broncos fans were going to be in Allegiant Stadium. Mm. And I was shocked. It was about a third. And I, I, it, well, the Raiders, you know, they they have Raider Nation. They still travel from Oakland or wherever they're from. They're right. starting to build a little bit of a fan base out in Las Vegas, but they haven't fully won yet. So there's not everybody's not uh, you know embracing it. I could talk about the statistics. I could talk about how they're close to being a top ten offense. I could talk about the fact that Darren Waller is coming back. I could also talk about on the other side how the Chargers two weeks ago lost to the Houston Texans. Good point, uh, but. I do know this. 
the Las Vegas Raiders turn the ball over a lot. 24 times they've done it on the season this year. Uh, the Chargers do as well, 20. But I think that they don't have the home field advantage that people would assume that they would have playing at home in Las Vegas. Los Angeles is not that far. The Chargers, a fan base which has not been huge but starting to get on board, may mm -hmm. populate that stadium. That'll be something to watch as this game goes on. I think overall, the Chargers are a better team. They have better weapons. They, they're, they're more explosive. If Austin Eckler can get uh, going again, this team is very unstoppable. I like the Chargers on the road, even though they're laying three points. Give me the Chargers minus three. I love what the Raiders are starting to do. They're not going to finish below uh, 500. Brett Versace has done a great job. But to me, the Chargers are just a better team in a winner-take-all playoff-type atmosphere. Give me the team that has better on it's better on paper and mostly better on the field. Yeah, everything you said, Tiki, and how do you not love this matchup, right? It's the end of the season, and it's in, inside the division as all uh, yeah. week, uh, last week of season, 17 now, 18 week uh, games are. Uh, it's as close to winning in as there is this 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 year and, and for the playoffs. But but to your point, and I, and I agree with you a lot on the Los Angeles Chargers, they're not a finished product yet under Brandon mm -hmm. Staley, right? They, and tell me this, why do defensive coordinators to become head coaches all of a sudden have bad defenses it's every it's everywhere every single time I mean, they're, they're, they're offensive that's a good point it's true it's true yeah. i have no idea i have not figured it out right but their offense has great potential right quarterback is i mean we've been lauding him all year he's just he's a great guy he's a great guy he's a great quarterback for the future of this football team and they've been really good the past five games except for uh you know <laughs> whatever the hell happened against houston was yeah um uh, but but look, uh, the, the great wide receiver talent, great running back. Uh, they're top ten in almost every quarter uh, uh, category on offense. But their defense has given up a lot of yards. It just if you look at them statistically, I know you didn't want to get into statistics, but they're giving up a lot of yards. And the one thing that the Las Vegas Raiders are doing are winning gritty. I said this last week. They have mm. three game. They've won three games in a row against Cleveland, Denver, and Indy. Two, three teams that are basically the same as them, the exact same as them, exact same position, and they've won them all. They're dramatic and they're tough. Uh, they keep games close. Um, you know, the, the, at the beginning of the season, the, the Raiders' offense was dynamic. We were looking at Derek Carr saying, God, he's going to lead the league in, in, in passing yards this Very year. Very true. And, and, and in the last three games, their defense has held opponents to under 200 yards passing. So, yeah. yes, they don't do a lot of good. Yeah, you know, Ngakwe has 10 sacks, but you, you talk about 24 turnovers that they that they have, or I guess giveaways that they have. They only have 11 takeaways. Right. There's only one team worse than that, and you guys know uh -huh. who it is, Jacksonville, Jack, Jacksonville Jag, Jaguars. I, I take that back. It's 13. Um, but I like the way that they're fighting, but I, 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 at the end of the day, I agree with you. Chargers have much better <laughs> players. Uh, it's going to be a close game on the road. Three points. I, I I feel that the Raiders have done all they can so far this year, but they are not three points better than the than the Chargers. I, I'll take the Chargers as well, T. All right, Tiki and Rondé going with the Chargers. It truly is, guys, amazing that the Raiders are even in this situation when you look at all the turmoil that they've gone through from John Gruden. But to get to this point, it is it's truly amazing. Um, heroics. I, it's I, only been heroics, right? They've had five walk-off wins. Yeah, five. Great point. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's amazing. Heroics. 
So then that kind of scares me because is this one of those teams of destiny, right. you know, uh, do they just maybe. ride that out? Uh, I don't think so. I'm with you guys. <laughs> this this three-game win streak has really been fueled by their defense. Yes, uh, their offense has an opportunity to break out this week with Waller coming back. And and the Chargers have had issues covering tight ends this season. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm with you, Tiki, that just overall – the Chargers are a more complete team. If they avoid yeah. turnovers, get their stars rolling on offense, uh, I think that this is their game. You know, I like Herbert over Carr, and I think that Herbert shines in this game, um, you know, in the biggest game of his young career so far. The the stat that stuck out to me, guys, the you know, the Raiders have not been scoring a lot of points at this uh, uh, point in the season. Chargers have outscored them. This is season long, 442 to 339. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I'm I'm thinking the Chargers are going to put up some points. I like them covering as well. So all three of us are taking the Chargers over the Raiders in a huge week number 18 playoff type of game. All right, make sure to sign up at superbook.com, download the Superbook app for the latest odds and follow Superbook on social media at Superbook Sports and at betting with the barbers i love this guys we're going to break it up a little this week with our second game and why don't we turn that spotlight on the college football playoff championship between the number one ranked alabama crimson tide the number three ranked georgia bulldogs georgia aims to win their first national championship since 1980 when the running back was tiki uh uh, Herschel Walker. Oh, boom. Of course it was. It led him to a national title. And Alabama looking for back-to-back championships. Of course, Alabama destroyed Georgia just recently, guys, in the SEC championship game. Uh, that was uh, – they lit up their Georgia's defense for 41 points, over 530 total yards. History 101, these two teams battled for the title four years ago when Nick Saban turned to some freshman named Tua, who led the tie <laughs> to a memorable second-half comeback in the championship. So that's what we've got. It's going down in Indy on Monday, January 10th. Here are the odds from Superbook.com. Georgia opened up, fellas, as a minus-one favorite. And as of this recording, the money's coming in on the Bulldogs. They are now a minus-three favorite against the defending champs. Over under sits at 52. You're up, Rondé. How's this one going to play out? So I'm uh, I'm kind of sick of the SEC like everybody is, or at least everybody <laughs> claiming to be. But, but this is but this is going to be one heck of a game, man. I mean, this might as well be 1A and 1B at this point, right? Uh, Michigan at number two was um, mm. uh, 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 unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate for them, right? You can't take not a deep ready, dive. And I'm not going to take it. Yeah, right. I'm not going to take a deep dive into college football because it's just so it's too unpredictable, even though, you know, Tiki won in Michigan. It's it's very easy to be wrong in college football. It's just it's 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 so unpredictable, unlike the NFL to a to a degree. Um, I agree. I know Georgia didn't play anybody, but dude, at the end of the day, you cannot discount their defense. You know, Michigan basically they stood no chance. McNamara, McCarthy, who it didn't matter who was playing. The Michigan or Georgia's offense or defense is two in uh, total yards, two in pa- th- three in pass yards, and four in rushing yards. 
there's three things that get that done for a defense. It's discipline, it's running and hitting, it's tackling, and it's basically just having a bad attitude. And their defense has a bad attitude, and it will show up this week. You know, I saw that, you know, them play that Big Ten school that supposedly played Big Ten schools and <laughs> that are better than the SEC schools. I saw that. It, it, it didn't materialize. I, I had that game turned off by midway through the third quarter, right? This is, this, there's two straight games now that Stetson Bennett, the guy that Tiki's been discounting all year, threw for 300 yards, right? He never did it before. He's never done it before. Maybe right. George, Georgia should just let him loose, right? Uh. As a reference. As a reference, he has 230 less pass attempts than Bryce Young on, on the year. Oh, my right? gosh. Alabama is the third-ranked defense, rush defense in the league in in, in the country. That's not going to work. White Cook, whoever you guys are, you're not you're not getting there, right? This is his last game. Could be Stetson Bennett's last game. Fifth-year senior. Let him sling it, dude. He's got a he's got a fifth year. He's starting as a as a walk-on for a reason. Look, Alabama's offense uh, can beat you both ways. Obviously, you know they can throw the ball. Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young. They got a great running back in Brian Robinson. You know, yep. uh, Bryce had 46 touchdowns this year. I mean. I was looking at these stats earlier. It was like 46 touchdowns in college football. Uh, the guy in uh, Western Kentucky had more, but he's number two. It, 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 and he doesn't turn the ball over. He's clearly the best player in college football this year. He deserves what he had. But there's one thing why I'm, I'm, I'm always been wary about Bryce Young, especially this year. He takes a lot of sacks, dude. He holds mm-hmm. on to the ball. If you're able to confuse him, don't give him easy access throws, make him hold on to it, you can beat him. Right. And there's one team that can do that. And it's Georgia. So I hate to say it. And I, you know, I, oh I know it was a Bill Belichick, I, I know it was a Bill Belichick contrarian a couple of weeks ago. I was right. Uh, <laughs> it's, I, true. It, it, it's hard. I hate to say it, man. It's hard to best somebody in college football three, two twice in a, in a year. Yeah. I like Georgia. Oh, go in Georgia. And we got to give Tiki some props. I mean, you called the Georgia game uh, last week with your (laughs) game of the week, and uh, that one came through. Shut it up. Shut it up. Jim Harbaugh was not ready for the stage against Georgia. Is that why he's going to to Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. But you can't play man coverage when your cornerbacks are, are I don't want to call them garbage, but they played like garbage against St- Stetson Bennett does not throw for 330 yards in a game. <laughs> By the way, I turned the game off at halftime. I would oh. rather have watched the book of Bubba Fett, which I did watch instead of watching the second half. of that. Fantastic. That oh, was great. Wasn't it? Oh, uh, man. The, we'll the have orange, another show on that. All right. The Orange Bowl was not worth it. Michigan was out coached. They were outplayed out everything. But Rondé. Did you not watch the SEC championship? Georgia yes. got their ass handed to them. <laughs> like, it, it didn't matter. Brian Robinson was going off. Jamison Williams, a transfer from Ohio State, he was going off. Bryce Young, uh, who was supposedly going to be pressured by this, this, this crazy defensive front of Georgia, was standing like there doing his laundry, picking his teeth after eating sushi. And Georgia couldn't get home on them because they were so diverse and their play calling. I have to give a ton of credit to Bill O'Brien. I don't really love him, uh, but he's done a great job with this offense in, in Alabama. And I know it's a, it's a cliche, man, and it hasn't worked all the time. I'm not betting against Saban, and I'm especially not betting against Saban when he's playing a former assistant uh, in Kirby Smart. They Nick Saban has this, like, this, this Jedi mind that, trick. Man, yeah. whatever. You will not beat me. You cannot beat me. <laughs> 
I don't care what you say. I know Jimbo Fisher did it, but he won a national championship at Florida State, so he has a little extra pass to beat me. But nobody who coached for me is beating me. Um, I love what Georgia has attempted to do. I really do. But this is going to be a repeat of the SEC championship. Give me Alabama. They're, and they're, they're getting three points. They beat their ass four weeks ago, and they're getting three points. Give me Alabama. I'm fading the public big time. Yeah. Yes, it. you. Yes, you are. I, I'm a little shocked at this line, too. I, you know, minus one and now up to three people <laughs> jumping on this. I, I feel like I'm experiencing deja vu back to 2018 when these two met for the national championship. I mean, it was on paper. Georgia looked like to have the slightly better team, but Alabama had the better quarterback. And it seems like that is the same situation here. I mean, Bennett has had a great season. You got to give it to him looking for that Hollywood ending. But I mean, Bryce Young is a better player, in my opinion, at the most important position on the field. And as you mentioned, the value of getting a Saban coached Alabama team as an underdog for me, tough to pass up on. Kirby smart. He just hasn't figured out how to beat his old employers. Oh, and four <laughs> Alabama won seven straight against Georgia. Uh, do you want to take your, your, your pick back, uh, Rondé? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely. I, not. I watched that game, I, man. I watched that game last week. And yeah, I, I throw the ball. I throw, the, I throw the ball to Brock Bowers every single time. How good is that guy? Dude, he's the best. He, he could start on an NFL team and be and, the second or third leading wide receiver in the NFL right now. He's unbelievable. 100%. 100%. Yeah. But yeah. you know that. I'm holding, I know that. I'm holding strong. Ron knows that. And Nick Saban knows that. <laughs> <laughs> well said. So with that, yeah, I'm definitely, you know, I was a little shocked when I looked at this number that Alabama only went eight and six against the spread this year. Mm. And I remember, wasn't it Saban that called out his fans saying, yeah. hey, take it easy, you know, yeah. we're winning. Uh, but it's a different deal in Alabama. But I am definitely going to take the points and go with Alabama in this one. All right, guys. Up next, it's the Barber's Brothers Games of the Week, powered by Superbook.com. NFL season is wrapping up, so make sure to get in on the action. Sign up at Superbook.com. Download the app and make sure you're following us on social media. That's at Superbook Sports and at Betting with the Barbers. Okay, Tiki, Game of the Week, what you got? I like the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Dallas Cowboys. This is one of three, I think, games that are important this weekend. Philly has already secured a playoff spot. The Dallas Cowboys have already won the division. So there's really not a ton to play for except for pride and advancement and getting better. And the team that needs to get better most is the Philadelphia Eagles relative to the Dallas Cowboys. And the Cowboys are scuffling a little bit. We had this We picked this Arizona game last weekend, and we all thought that the Dallas Cowboys would put it to the Arizona Cardinals, who were struggling. But the Arizona Cardinals did something that found and found a way to beat the Cowboys because they controlled the clock. Right? They controlled the ball possession. And when you do that against the Cowboys, they're still like they're really good, but they're still maturing into not being frenetic when things don't go their way. And as a result, you saw them struggle. They came back and made it a tight game. But there's not mature yet to be an elite squad in the in the in the NFL as it pushes to the postseason. They lose Michael Gallup to an ACL. A big part of that receiving core is out. 
And I really love where Philly is, more importantly. You know, this is as much as I'm talking about the Cowboys, this is more about the Eagles. I love what Jalen Hurts has become. He's not like a superstar quarterback. He's not going to throw for 350 yards in a game. Devontae Smith is a reliable player. They have a good run, a, a run game uh, with my, with, uh, with uh, I forget the running back's name for right off the top of my head, but it's really Jalen Hurts. They're able to diversify what they do offensively, and they play good enough defense, and this means more to them than it does to the Cowboys at this point in the season. I know they're getting seven points at home, but I like them to to cover this uh, uh, this 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 seven points against the Cowboys, who seem superior. But I don't actually think they are at this point. So give me the Eagles plus seven. All right, That's and going in. Sorry, Rondé. Just quickly, the again current odds: Dallas minus seven, Eagles thirty to one to win the NFC. Dallas sits at six to one. Take it away, Rondé. Yeah, Philly's four and zero, man. I I just like or four and zero in their last four. That four game winning streak. Jalen Hurts, their number one rushing team in the NFL. They're, they're right. doing some things that 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 in playoff times, when it gets like kind of grimy and and nasty, they they're doing what you need to do to be able to win certain types of games. I, they've come a long way because I was definitely off them. Uh, speaking of being off them, I think way earlier in the year we talked about a San Francisco at Philly game, and I was the only one to pick San Francisco because San Francisco <laughs> was better at that point. I, I don't know what I don't up. know. I don't know what I would take now, to be honest with you. But my game of the week is it's the other important game in the NFC, the uh, San Francisco 49ers against the Los Angeles Rams. And this is an absolute must win uh, for, for, for the Rams, for John Lynch teams, Kyle Shanahan teams. I love this matchup because of the coaches, right? They're both, they're good friends, right? They were on, they were on staff in, in Tampa same time when I was there. Uh, Sean McVay is just, he's just, just an excellent coach and Kyle is a damn genius so the matchup between them just the the way that they're going to interact across the sideline is is just absolutely intriguing to me now uh last time was in the last time they saw each other uh was in the middle of uh Los Angeles's three game losing streak they that, they were the middle game that they lost at that point quarterback was playing pretty well now what's the, what's he going to do at quarterback do you want Trey Lance versus this Rams dude, who, by the way, is number one in the, in, in the NFL in sacks again? Uh, or are you going to try to force Jimmy <laughs> to heal his, his ailing thumb, Jimmy Garoppolo to ail his th- ailing yeah. thumb and, and get back into this game? I, I don't know. I think Trey is the future. He, he looked pretty good at times in that game, but not right now. In a, in a must-win, need-to-win game, you, you need to go with experience. And so whatever Jimmy needs to put in his thumb, whatever shot or or, or, or medicine he puts in that thing to, to make it go, <laughs> he got to go. Um, look, the Rams are not great on defense, but they do some really interesting convoluted coverage concepts to, to make up for their lack of talent aside from Jalen Ramsey. And you know who Jalen Ramsey is going to cover. It's not Debo Samuel. He's going to cover no. George Kittle. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what Raheem Morris has done on defense. He has put himself in a position where Jalen Ramsey can take away your take take away your best player. And uh, I, 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 I can't wait for that matchup now. So who steps up? Is it Debo? Is it Ayuk? I mean, Ayuk, I love, man. He's so twitchy. He's got all this, you know, this this energy, but he can't turn it into consistency. I, I just don't know why. Um, 
But there's not a more balanced play caller in the, in the league than Kyle Shanahan. So I think they have a chance. They use the running backs for purposes. It's, it's, it's a really good, well-thought-out scheme. Yeah, All that to say is Jimmy better be healthy because the matchup is the other side of the ball, right? Rams offense versus the fourth-ranked 49ers defense. Did you know the, Rams, or the 49ers defense was ranked fourth? I did not. I had no, no. idea that they were ranked fourth. I'm writing that down. Last, last time they played. That last time they played, 278 total yards for this Rams offense until uh, two weeks ago when Matthew Stafford tried to lose the game against Minnesota and throw three interceptions. Uh-huh. This passing total was the worst of the season. So they're they're aggressive. They have good scheme. They have good players, not great players, but they play together. And I know I know they know one thing. You're going to let Cooper Cup have his yards. You're not going to let anybody else beat you. The last time they played, OBJ had, I think it was his first game with the Rams, if I'm not mistaken, and he had 18 yards. Since yeah. then, he's had five touchdowns, right? He's proven to be not spectacular, but just a compliment, right? If if Stafford avoids his interceptions for touchdowns like he did last week, you know, you know I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna let them barely beating a bad now Baltimore Ravens team deter me. Even though San Francisco needs this game, I'm taking, I'm taking the Rams. They, they know that they have a chance to win their division. That's important to them. Yeah. Uh, you know, Arizona Cardinals found a way last week, who, by the way, could be playing Dallas again next week, which would be kind of awesome, too. Uh, it, it's, it, I'm, I'm not wary of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the number here. I'm taking the Rams all day long. And that number has uh, gone down. It opened up. The Rams were a minus six, Rondé, and now it's down to minus four. Uh, so... The, the the numbers going down, a lot on the line, as you said, basically a playoff game, I mean, for the 49ers. If they lose, that could mean the end of their season. Mm-hmm. Rams, as you mentioned, with a win, they clinch the NFC West and that first-round home game in the playoffs. So that's a big one. All right, that is our Barber Brothers Games of the Week. It is now time to, because you know it, you love it, and you can't. Start the new year without it. Back by popular demand. Bucket. It is. There it is, boys. <laughs> there it is, guys. Bucket. Oh, bets. There we go. I got to get it right. There nice. Nice. You know what we do with this? We pick three random bets from Superbook.com, and uh, we'll break down and, and give us your take on these bets, guys. Let's start off with bet number one. And, well, there we go. We were just – Talking about them. great timing. I just picked the right one. Oh yes, L.A. Rams seven to one to win the Super Bowl. Hmm. I don't love that. Um, I know they're relative to the other, you know, potential contenders. It might be okay, but I don't love that because the Rams got to go through. First of all, they got to win this weekend, and then they got to win the the conference, which is not going to be easy, especially with Aaron Rodgers playing the way that he is and Tom Brady still uh, alive. The Dallas Cowboys, if they figure things out, the Eagles, are still, like no matter who they come up against, it's not going to be an easy game for them. And they're going to have that every step of the way. The, the, the NFC is so like interchangeable. I, I'm going to say, no, I'm not taking that bet. I, I, I'd take that bet. Seven to one, that should pay. I mean, what are, what are the other ones, right? They, they got to be... They got to be to you uh, right now. So yeah, it's yeah. Green Bay, seven to two odds, Kansas City, four to one, the Bills, eight to one, and Tampa, 10 to one. Oh, I would wow. take Tampa. I would take Tampa wow. before I would take the Rams. 
Okay. I'm glad you told me that. I'm glad you told me that because it I changes your answer. <laughs> right? Changes your answer. I'm here for because, you guys. Because That's what I do. Last I checked, the the champs have to lose. If the champs <laughs> make the playoff, the champs still have to lose, right? I, seven to one. I agree with you, Tiki. No, do not take that. Look, the the, the NFC is two. The word you were looking for, Tiki, is 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 compacted right Every, yes. there's no right. team that has separated even green bay even though uh aaron Rodgers is running around like the odd, odds on favorite to win the mvp dude I, i've seen four or five games that they could have lost in the last right. month and a half right? right right yeah I, i'm not i'm not buying i mean T tampa i mean they almost lost <laughs> the jets too so whatever it's <laughs> oh. just it's just the nfl these days it's the nfl there's no team that's dominant i yeah. thought la was i thought the rams were going to blow out baltimore by 20 last week and it was mm -hmm. a one-point victory so yeah that's out. that's a hard one to take man if you're if you're gambling i mean i, I don't know green bay with that with this seven two odds I mean, all right. It's, well, it's make sure that you get to Superbook because those odds are going to change after this. They're going to change. No doubt man. about it. All right, guys, let's check out uh, our second bet here in Bucket O Bets. And oh, we're going some NBA. The LA Lakers, 20 to 1 no odds nah. to win the no, no NBA. Nah. Title. Throw, throw that away. Head already. Throw, throw, throw that away. Here. Put that right. one in there. I mean, put really? that in there. Where's the LA bias? Oh, we got LeBron. We got AD. He, I mean, he just shaded Rajon Rondo for future considerations, and I, I don't, I don't get it. The Lakers just aren't. They're not consistent enough. I know there's a great odds. I just throw some little something on that, and it might pay. It's not happening. They're not winning the NBA title. The Golden State Warriors get Clay Thompson back this weekend. Right? Yeah. And, and Jazz have been playing fantastic as well. There's just too many great teams uh, in the yeah. West. This is like this is like some uh, uh, network that I've watched over the years that only talks about the Lakers and the Cowboys. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no. that's all that matters. No, <laughs> I love that. The, the, the Lakers are eighth in the Western Conference. They're the, the whole ten games back, I think, maybe even more than that at this point. I don't even no, know. you're right. They're ten. Uh, They're ten. Yeah, Getting it's back. like they, they, they've got injuries. They got indecision on personnel. No chance. Don't touch that. It's not even worth the, the 20 to 1. It's not worth it. All right. You heard it here first. Hey, the odds on favorite to win the NBA title, the Nets, 3 to 1. The Warriors come in at 4 to 1. And the really? Bucks are who's at 8 to who's, 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 who's setting our odds over there? All right. You know, the you're going to have to take that up with that rig guy, you know, our producer. He just on, he slips things in. I don't even – I never know what I'm going to get in this thing. Aren't, the bulls, lead, aren't, the, aren't the bulls leading the Eastern Conference right now? Uh, the Bulls are by a game. Yeah. Or two games now maybe because of Brooklyn Nets. I'm now doing WFAN local 10 to 2 midday. So we had to talk Not about these is. things. Nets have lost three in a row. I mean, Kyrie comes back tomorrow. So – or Kyrie comes back this week. So maybe – that changes things, but I don't trust them. Joe Harris, their sharp shooting three-pointer, Wahoo Wago UVA. He's out for six weeks because he had ankle surgery. I, 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 that's just, I don't know. Maybe they get right at the end of the season. Maybe Jay Cornergay has some, um, actually, I mean, he has some inside information. He might be right, actually. I take that back. <laughs> We've had some foreshadowing on this program, and I'm just going to let that lie because something may be coming up. Wait for it. All right, here we go. Last one of the bucket of bets. Oh, wow.
The Washington football team minus seven oh over. God. Yes, you see it. Tiki's, Tiki's New York Giants. Uh, Where are we going with this one, fellas? Do we have I mean, to? Did we start? We started this show talking about the I, very can, first episode talking about the Giants. Didn't we quit on them? Like, yeah. <laughs> can I? Can four, I ask? Four can, weeks I, in? can I ask a question? Hands uh, raised. Go, Tiki. Question. Um, uh, Daniel Jones is done for the season because he's got a, a neck issue. Uh, oh. Mike, Mike Glennon is done for the season because he broke his wrist. Jake Fromm is done for the season because he's not good. Who's starting <laughs> quarterback? By the you. Way, I, I mean, I, I heard you uh, going in. I mean, I got it. Devontae Booker's going to run. Yeah, Devontae Booker's going to run a, a, a wildcat <laughs> for 60 plays, man. Dude, I got to take my former favorite team. Me and Rondé grew up in Southwest Virginia and Roanoke. I got to take Washington, uh, soon to be Admirals, by the way. Did you guys see that? Oh, uh, yes. I kind of like did. it. People searched the people searched all the potential combinations, Washington, whatever. They got Washington Admirals. It redirected to the Washington football team's current site. Oh, just saying. man. They changed Spoiler. it. Uh, they changed it. And now it directs to a UVA fundraising site, which is crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, that's classic. Google Google totally. Washington Washington Admirals.com. You'll get you. Oh, my God. It, you, I got some oh homework tonight. Yeah, you do. Dude, um, love it. Can I just ask? I have a question, too. How did the Giants finish with minus 10 passing yards last week? Because uh, their quarterback is terrible. That is uh, yeah. that is unbelievable. I, I'm And it's not a record. Actually, Ryan Leaf set the record. Uh, I think it was like <laughs> 98. So at least they don't have that record. Hey, I, it's, it's guaranteed that we'll be talking about the Giants at the beginning of the next year, and it'll be a totally different setup. You know what, Tiki? We're gonna when Let's the bet on that. when the when the betting <laughs> no when the betting with the barbers draft special comes up, uh-huh. Tiki and I are gonna be having the time of our lives oh, with God. Broncos <laughs> and Giants are gonna be all over it. And Rondé, you're just gonna have to sit there because your looks yeah. are too good. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm taking away. That's another episode of <laughs> Bucket O Bets leading us into our viewer question of the week. Listen, the playoffs start. Next week, which means you only have a few more weeks to get into the Superbook Sports season-long contest of watching the big game with the Barbers. You can get a win a trip to Las Vegas to hang out with the guys and myself to qualify. All you have to do is send in a question via Twitter, and if yours is picked, you're automatically entered into the drawing. It's just that easy. Questions should come into the handle at Superbook Sports at Rondé Barber, at Tiki Barber, at R. Cruck, and at Betting with the Barbers. Pick any of those. Just send it in. That's what David Fink did, guys, this week. At T.S. Finky coming in from Rosenville, California. Love this question. Here it is. If we get to see a Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick Super Bowl Mm. matchup, what do you believe the line would be? And what side would you be on? Oh, well, I can answer that. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm on the Buck side. Uh, definitely on the Buck side. Shocker. The line is probably going to be four and a half for the Bucks. That's so yeah. interesting. That's what the I Buc- wrote down the, here. The Bucks laying four and a half. Oh man, that's such a good question. It is. I, 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 I would say. It's definitely the Bucks are going to be favored, favored. But I'm going to say it'd be shorter. I think it's probably the Bucks minus two, maybe two and a half, because they're trying to force. Wow. They, they, 
they would force you into thinking about the field goal winning uh the both the game and and the and the the bet we yeah. know that bill belichick always plays super bowls tight to the vest very rarely are they blowing anybody up and in fact yep. when they who did they play the rams when they played the Rams, oh. they played that game intentionally to keep the score the total under 20. Like you could tell. It's like we're gonna win an ugly one, ugly tight one. We're not quite good enough to beat the best offense in football, right. but yep. we are we are good enough to muck it up. And situationally, we can make it perfectly fit our advantage. That is the X factor that Bill Belichick has. The question is, will he have it over Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles? And, yes. and and the experience on that staff, I, I would probably take Tampa. I'm going to take Tampa, but I'm going to say Bucks minus two and a half, and I would take Tampa to win on a field goal to give Bill Belichick his just desserts from his former quarterback. I, I love, love it. it. Also to be considered in this is how each of them get to where they're to that destination, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't think New England's going to walk through the playoffs in the AFC. There's no. not, you know, t- Tampa always has the ability to walk through somebody. It can always get hot on offense. Cyril Grayson showing up as the number two receiver. I know, who the hell is that guy? It's like, who is Cyril Grayson, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it just shows you how much talent and how much uh, acumen that Tom Brady has and can drive his offense no matter who's playing. So I think they have a better chance of being ro- be rolling into that game. I think New England's going to be grinding their ass into that game. See, this is why you listen or watch this show, because these two know exactly what they're talking about. So what I did was when I got this question, I reached out to Jay Cornegay, the resident gaming expert from the Superbook at Westgate in Las Vegas. And here was Jay's answer, guys. And you guys are all over this. He said, it's a line that would be totally dependent on their path to the Super Bowl. (laughs) It would be based on those results, who they play, how they did, et cetera. But Tampa Bay would be a slight favorite at this point. They're really banged up going into the playoffs, but he looks at it as Tampa Bay minus two. (laughs) Like that. Uh, Unbelievable. But he did say this. He can't. um, He he just said the line would definitely be based on their play leading up to the Super Bowl. And he thinks that the total would be low, however. So great stuff from Jay. And not Rich bad for you, Tiki Barber. <laughs> just, just call me Sharp Barber. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a new gig, my man. I'm telling I you. love it. All right, guys. Well, before we enter into a historic week number 18 in the NFL, hey, we need to acknowledge that the NFL announced this week that our own Rondé Barber is officially among 12 finalists for the 2022 Modern Era Player Finalists to the NFL Hall of Fame, congratulations, my man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. One of these, uh, one of these days, they're gonna get it right. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, I mean, guys. That's that's the that's the emoji uh, sign for respect, by the way. Nice. Oh yeah, right back at you, dog. I'm in. My brother. I'm in. My brother and my other brother. <laughs> From the same mother. <laughs> Guys, hey, any final thoughts before we uh, get into week 18? Hey, man, enjoy this last one of the regular season. It's the last yeah. time that a lot of you all will get to watch your team play, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. It is what it is. <laughs> and you're going to be you're going to be cheering agnostically 
uh, unless your team is in the postseason. So enjoy it. Uh, and uh, happy new year to everyone, by the way. We are now in 2022, and we hope that things get a lot better going forward. Absolutely. Well, everybody's going to get Omicron eventually. Just, just everybody has it. Uh, but uh, my, my parting shot, my parting shot, I have to go back to the very beginning of this, uh, this, this broadcast beginning of the year. How about them Bengals, baby? Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Who picked those Bengals last week? Oh. This guy. I did not. I'm that guy. <laughs> Sorry, Tiki. All right, you guys. Great job. Happy New Year to your to you both. Happy New Year to all our viewers and our listeners. We couldn't do this show without you. And bigger and better things to come in 2022. There's no doubt about it. All right. Make sure to get in the game. Sign up with Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app. Follow us on social media at Superbook Sports and at Betting with the Barbers. Betting with the Barbers airs on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and at Superbook.com. New episodes drop every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 Pacific. And look for our video clips throughout the week and the weekend with our picks. The podcast version of Betting with the Barbers is available on Apple and Spotify. For Rondé and Tiki Barber, I'm Ron Crock. Happy New Year. Enjoy week number 18 been locked into the betting with a barber's podcast 10, 5, touchdown tiki barber. barber presented by superbook sports featuring former all pro nfl stars tiki and ronde barber and featuring ron crook subscribe rate follow and review today and never miss out on the barber twins weekly betting advice tiki barber takes it all the way 62 yards ronde barber broke up the play Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. network.